So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans, the 10th chapter and the 17th verse. Greetings and welcome to the New Redeemed Missionary Baptist Church, where this is the church that is building kingdom minded members through kingdom services. Our pastor is Reverend Dr. Derek L. Mercer, Sr. So get ready to hear a word from Redeemed. Those of you who have your Bible, the gospel according to Mark, the seventh chapter, uh, we had into our reading uh, verses 14, 15, and 16. However, when you get into your secret closet, when you get into the privacy of your own home, uh, I would compel you to read this chapter in its entirety because it really is something that we could use in our day-to-day walk with the Lord. Um, one Sunday, a man sat uh, through church service, and, and then on his way home, he was fussing about the sermon. He grippled about the traffic, and he complained about the heat. And he also made a big fuss that uh, his wife was uh, late on serving lunch after church. But as lunch was served, he then bowed and prayed, giving thanks to God for the food. His son was watching him all the way through this post-church experience. Just as they were beginning to pass the food, his son said, Daddy, did God hear you when you were when we left church and you started fussing about the sermon and about the traffic and about the heat? The father, a little embarrassed, looked at his son and said, well, yes, son, he heard me. His son then asks another question, says, well, daddy, did God hear you when you just prayed for this food right now? He says, well, yes, son, he, 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 he heard me. The son then looks at his daddy and he says, well, daddy, which one of them did God believe? See, this little story showcases a problem that afflicts far too many church people. Too often, uh, what we claim to be and what we really are is miles apart. We call this condition hypocrisy. This word comes from the ancient Greek word and is used to describe an actor in a play. Ancient actors would carry different masks in their hands as they acted. The masks were attached to sticks and could be held before the face as needed. Uh, A a smiling mask always suggested that it was humor. A frowning mask would suggest that it's sadness and etc. These actors were called hypocritos. This is a Greek word that means one who wears a mask. Now, y'all pay attention to me. I'm going somewhere with this. If y'all want to shout, wait later on in the end of the sermon. I I get there, but I I got to give it to you like the Lord say. Uh, We use the word, uh, we use this word to refer to, in today's world, people who pretend to be one thing when they are actually something else. Yeah, people who pretend to be your friend while stabbing you in the back are hypocrites. People who live one way at church and another way at home are hypocrites. People who attempt to do wicked things under the radar are 
hypocrites, all while acting like everything's all right. Now, there should be no people that like that in this church this morning, but sadly, uh, I stopped by New Redeemed to tell you that there are some in this very congregation. Now, if you fit that mold, do not get mad at me. All you have to do, if I'm stepping on your toes, say, ouch, pull them underneath your pew, and when I come back around that way, make sure that you ain't out there no more. But, but, but some people claim there are too many hypocrites in church. Can, can I throw this out there? I found out that's the only place you really find them. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 because see, people out there in the world, they ain't got no shame in telling you what they are. You know, a wino will tell you, I'm a drunk or I'm a wino. A drug addict will tell you, yeah, I got to have my fix every day. But it's something about a church folk. We want to cover up our faults. We want to hide our faults. We can't let nobody see us to be who we are. We can't be known as a liar, even though every word that come out of our mouth ain't true. We don't want to be known as a cusser, but you get home and you hear every beep, 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 beep word there is, but you're not doing it in church because you don't want to seem the wrong way yeah 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 uh i say i i say uh as many people as can be we have to understand that we're gonna find people who fit the criteria for hypocrite yeah yeah um when a person says that, uh, this right here, uh, uh, they're not coming to church. Uh, I can't come to church. There's too many hypocrites in there. I, I say it's just an excuse for not coming to church. Because, see, when you hear that kind of talk, you ought to say, oh, well, oh, come on. One more won't make any difference. Or, or try saying this. Well, um, I found out that it's better to spend a few hours with them instead of an eternity with them in hell. Uh, or, 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 or what about this one right here? If a hypocrite is standing between you and God, then the hypocrite is closer to God than you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hypocrites are nothing new. In this passage, Jesus has an encounter with a whole group of hypocrites. They have come from Jerusalem, and, and when they got there, they came, like verse 1 says, to watch him. They, they came to see what this Jesus guy was doing. They, they, they came to Jerusalem just because they wanted to see who Jesus was. Now, keep in mind, this is a guy they already made up in their mind. I don't like him. So, so they come and, and they, they watch Jesus. And in order to watch him, they're watching him for one purpose and one purpose only. My granddad always told me when you look for fault, you'll find fault. They were only looking to find fault in Jesus and his ministry. And then as, as, as uh, they're sitting there and they're watching Jesus and they're looking and finding for something to complain about, uh, these men see the disciples of Jesus. And they're eating food without washing their hands. And they are offended. They attack Jesus. And, and over this issue, they come up to Jesus. How dare you? You, 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 are, you are their rabbi. You are their teacher. And you mean to tell me you'll allow them to eat without washing their hands. Uh, Jesus looks and Jesus hears them and he hears their issue but he turns the tables on them they think the issue is one of clean hands but Jesus shows them that the issue is not really about clean hands 
but it's about a clean heart. So if I was to leave a sermonic thought with you this morning, it would simply be not clean hands, but a clean heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we have to realize this text has something to say to us today. We still have those people who are more concerned about clean hands than they are about a clean heart. Jesus is going to teach us that inside of a person, the inside of a person should match the outside of a person. He is going to teach us that what we really are in our heart is what we really are. Matter of fact, the scripture says it's like this. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, so, so instead of worrying about clean hands, it's time that we worry about getting a clean heart. Lord, give me a clean heart that I may be able to serve thee. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, 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 one of the greatest songwriters uh, of our time, Margaret, uh, 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 I can't even call her last name right now, y'all. Give me, give me time. But she wrote a song that says, Lord, give me a clean heart. And the verse says something. I'm not looking for fortune or for fame, but Lord, give me a clean heart that I may be able to serve thee. Well, see, the first thing that as reading this scripture, I came up to was that a problem was confronted. See, these Pharisees and these scribes watched Jesus and his men, and they noticed the disciples were eating without washing their hands. Now, can I teach for a little bit? Because this wasn't the fact that the disciples were eating with dirty hands. That wasn't the issue at hand. There was a, 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 a way that disciples had, uh, that Jews had to wash themselves ritually in order for them to be deemed clean and fit. See, when they washed their hands, it involved, it was a ceremony of rinsing. It involved someone else bringing water and washing their hands. And the first time they poured water over their hands, their hands had to be in an upright position and the water had to drip down off of the risk. After that, they had to put their hands in a downward position and someone poured water on them and the water had to drop from the front of their fingers. After that, they then had to have, now this is too long for me to get something to eat, y'all, but after that, somebody had to pour water on one hand while the other hand's fist would rub that one and switch over. But they didn't do that. So they had a problem. Matter of fact, um, one Jewish rabbi uh, was arrested by the Romans uh, because he nearly uh, died and nearly died in prison because he had used up all his daily ration of water trying to wash his hands after the prescribed matter. See, see, there are, believe it or not, in the Jewish mitzvah, uh, a complete uh, completion of the Jewish oral laws, there are approximately 35 pages that is devoted just to washing alone. So, 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 so we see that washing was something that was in, important to them. But the problem with this, with their rule was that it wasn't from God. Matter of fact, the scripture says that it was the traditions of the el elders. The traditions of the elders came into being with good intentions, but it got in the way. Y'all know, y'all know of some traditions of the elders, uh, uh, when I was coming up, a woman better not come to church without a hat on. Uh, uh, she just wasn't saved, they say. Uh, 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 a man had to wear a suit and a tie. Matter of fact, I, 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 I'm, I'm used to putting on suits in the pulpit because they said that if a Baptist preacher didn't have on a suit, he wasn't, he wasn't preaching right. 
it was traditions that, that we have to be careful of because I often say this, that if your tradition becomes your religion, you have a problem. So, so they have this, this problem with Jesus, and, and they bring it up to Jesus, and, and when they see this, it means that when they earnestly were seeking some fault by which they could accuse him, they ran with it. But see, Jesus, Jesus being Jesus who he is, he says, okay, now wait a minute, I hear your problem. But now I'm going to flip this thing around on you. So these men are upset with Jesus because his disciples did not perform a ritual washing of the Jews. But see, in verses 6 through 14, we hear what Jesus has to say. In verses 6 through 9, Jesus condemns them for their legalism. Jesus says, now wait a minute, you just want to put rules in place just to put rules in place. It does, you don't even know what it makes sense. How many of you have been around people that wants to put all kind of who hoops all kind of hurdles in your way in order for you to get what God has already promised you you don't get the right to put a hurdle in my way when God has already promised me some things baby I'm not even finna jump over that I'm finna walk around it because I understand what God has given me I want a clean heart I, I'm not so much worried about the way things appear on the outside you, you can talk about how I look but uh, one thing I found out church is that you can't talk about what God has put in my heart I often hear folks say and he called himself saved well yes I do I not only do I call myself saved but Jesus died on Calvary and he calls me saved so I can walk in that victory oh he thinks he's somebody you right child I do think I'm somebody because my father told me that I'm somebody he says greater is he that is in me than he's in the world so talk about me baby he think he's arrived no I ain't arrived but I know where I'm on my way to so I'm gonna keep on going anyhow you look at the outward appearance but I'm glad that the God that I serve he looks on the inward man yeah yeah see see that was these scribes and these Pharisees problem they, they, they were so so concentrated on looking the part that they forgot that they had to actually play the part in other words you can get to the point where you're so concerned about what people think of you that you lack to even realize that you got to do what God says anyhow can I, can I, can I tell it like my grandma used to tell it Grandmama used to tell us all the time, baby, they're going to talk about you whether you're wrong or right. So you might as well do what's right in the first place. Because, see, I found out something, church, and, and this is a news flash. Y'all can write it down. Y'all can send it to the National Enquirer, to Jack's Faux News, wherever it get out. But a news flash, people ain't going to like you no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 you can't please people. I have figured out that. Matter of fact, I, I will dare say this. Being a people pleaser is trouble for you. You drive yourself crazy trying to live up to other folks' standards. You drive your crazy, yourself crazy trying to make other people happy about who God has already called you to be. I don't have to make you happy about what God has called me to be. It is not my job to preach you happy. It is not my job to make you like me. It is my job to stand firm and flat-footed on the word of God and to do what he says do. And I found out that you can't do that just worrying about how you're going to look. 
Matter of fact, I, I've seen some folk that that will live all kind of ways, but 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 won't but won't let nobody know it. All hell breaking loose in my house. I can't tell nobody because I don't want nobody to know that hell breaks loose in my house too. Uh, 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 my children are, are strung out on drugs, but I, I gotta hide that because I can't let nobody think that. No, not me, not not the one that goes to church every Sunday. His children can't have any problems. But I, I come to tell you this morning that we got to get past the airs that we put on. We got to get past this thought that we put on. Some of us put on our personality like we put on clothes. It's all dependent on where we going. If we going somewhere where we can be relaxed, we'll be relaxed. We going somewhere that we got to be. I once had a friend that I had to tell her, child, it's too hard being your friend. I don't know who I'm going to get one day. One moment you're this way, the next moment you're that way. You got to change who you use. What I'm trying to say is if you have a clean heart, all of that other stuff don't matter. Just walk in what God has called you to do. Yes, they're going to talk about you, but walk on anyhow. Yes, they're going to ridicule you, but walk on anyhow. They're going to call you everything but a child of God, but walk on anyhow. Because I found out something. People with a clean heart often are the people that get hurt the most. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh dirty hard person. You can't, there ain't too much you can say to them to get them upset. They got some words that they can tell you that'll cut you below the belt. And you have to say, child, why did I get in an argument with them? But a person with a clean heart, you can mess around and just say, I don't like you to some of them and they go to crying. Because we understand that when God has placed something in your heart. It, now, 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 wait a minute. Let me step back. Because when I say heart, I want us to have a clear understanding. I'm not talking about your emotions. Because, see, your emotions are getting in the way sometimes. Your emotions make you make a decision that you wonder why you done been with this joker for 14 years and they ain't did right yet. Because you went on an emotion. But when you have the heart of God in you, you can see things clearly and you can see what they are. You ain't got to be fooled when you're a child of God. When you have a clean heart, you can see when people meant for your good and when they're not. It doesn't take you long to realize some things. But see, if you look in verse 20, verse 20 of the same text, Jesus said that which comes out of a man defiles a man. Wait a minute. Hold up. You mean to tell me that what comes out of me will defile? What do you mean by that, Lord? Well, I'm glad you asked. See, uh, the results of what's coming out of you as spiritual defilement is always a result of a defiled heart. See, see, it can't come out. I heard some folks say, well, if it's in them, they got to come out of them. No, it don't. No, it don't. It ain't got to come out on some folk walk around holding stuff in them forever. But but one thing I found out that if you want if you want a clean heart, you have to examine yourself. You have to do a self checkup and you have to see where you align. And you know what I found out? Can't nobody tell you where your problem is better than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just have a habit of lying to ourselves and acting like it's not a problem. But I stopped by New Redeem this morning to let you know that God cannot deliver you from something that you will not admit to. Oh, oh I know that's heavy. But see, see, God ain't going to deliver you from that bother if you saying I ain't got no problem. 
you have to first admit that there are some issues. See, we have to get to the point where we can admit, Lord, I know I'm not any good. I know this flesh is a mess. I know I'm toe up. I know I'm not worthy. I know that I don't always do right. I know that my mind ain't always stayed on you. But Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Matter of fact, when David wrote those words, it was because David realized that I did something wrong with Bathsheba. So I had to go back to God and say, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit in me. Lord, I want to walk like you. I want to talk like you. I want to be like you, Jesus. When folk are talking about me and ridiculing my name, I want to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. When folk are persecuting me, I want to pray for them. When they cursing me, I want to be able to bless them. I don't know about you this morning, but I, my prayer is, Lord, give me a clean heart. I, I don't want to be like the hypocrites. See, because I found out something, that there is an answer. There's an answer to our dirty heart problem. See, evil thoughts, this is the root of all that follows. When an evil heart conjures up an evil intention, the evil person will carry them out. Uh-huh. Adulterers, they, they, they'll, they'll elicit uh, 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 sexual activities by married people. Fornicators will, 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 uh, uh, will say, well, I can do what I want to. The Lord gave it to me. Murders will justify their murder of taking another's life. Well, if I wouldn't have killed him, he would have killed me. Uh, a, a thief will say, but I needed it. A uh, 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 covenant will say, well, but why should they have it all? But see, I found out something. In order to get rid of all of these things, they have to be replaced. We can't just say, Lord, I'm going to take rid of them because they, they've grown in you for 30, 40 plus years. So in order for you to get over them, you have to give it to somebody bigger than you. You have to look outside of you in order to get the matter of fact, I ain't heard of nobody healing themselves yet. I ain't heard of nobody delivering themselves yet. I ain't heard of nobody redeeming themselves yet. I found out that it's only through the blood of Jesus. So you ask me, how do I get a clean heart, Reverend? Well, I'm glad you asked. You ask good questions. I understand what I have to do. I have to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness. I have to present myself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God which is my reasonable service I gotta get me out of the way and let God take control I gotta get wrapped up tied up and tangled up in Jesus my walk gotta be like him my talk gotta be like him I gotta be like Jesus I gotta live a life that glorifies the father I got to live a life that when trouble gets in my way, I can lift my hands and count it joy because I understand weeping may endure for a night, but joy, joy, it comes in the morning. I'm glad, I'm mighty glad, my God, your Savior. He's made a way for me to have 
a clean heart. I found out it don't take much. All I got to do is fall down on my knees and call on them. The word of God, it tells me that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall he shall be saved. I'm glad. I'm mighty glad. I don't have to put on a mask. I can come to him just as I am. I can be busted. I can be disgusted. I can bring myself right to God as dirty as I am, as filthy as I am. And I'm glad. I'm mighty glad. He picks me up right where I am, cleanses me from the inside, dips me down in his precious blood, and I came out whiter than snow. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad that my God, your Savior, he provided an opportunity just for me when I was yet in my sins. I was far from the peaceful shore, very, very deeply stained within. I was seeking to rise no more, but then the master of the sea he heard I say he heard he heard he heard my despairing cry from the waters he lifted me now safe I say I'm safe safe am I it was a love 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 lifted me one day when I was lost. I heard Jesus say, prepare thou me, prepare me a body, and I'll go and I'll redeem man back unto you. My Lord, your Savior, he came down through 42 generations. They tell me he was born in Bethlehem, reared in Nazareth. He went walking up and down the streets of Galilee. They tell me around about the age of 30, he started his ministry. They tell me he gave sight to the blind. He opened up deaf tongues. He opened up deaf ears. Oh, my Lord. But I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm mighty glad. He didn't stop there. But one Friday, one Friday, one Friday, my Lord, your Savior, he picked up a cross, threw it on his shoulders, and went marching out of the east gates of Jerusalem. He pressed his way 
of Golgotha's mountain. When he got there, he laid down his life. Do you know he died? Didn't he die? Didn't he die? But bright early, bright early, Sunday morning, he got up with all power, all power, all power. I heard him declare, all power is given unto me. That lets me know that if I want a clean heart, I can't seek it out of anywhere else. But I must come through Jesus Christ. Let us all stand. for listening to a word from Redeem, the recorded ministry of the New Redeem Missionary Baptist Church of Jacksonville, Florida. Please join us for our worship services with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by morning worship at 10.45 a.m. Also, join us for our Bible study every Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. We're located at 1614 East 30th Street on the east side of Jacksonville. We're the church that's building kingdom-minded members through kingdom services. Thank you and be blessed.